Hey everyone, my name is Stella Kalane Fabara. I'm in Dubai and make sure you tune in to How Far with Sheila O on AfroZones. Best show ever. Yo, what's the deal? It's Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, and Mike. The homeboy T Pain right here. Hey, it's Daniel, aka the Hot Girl Coach. Hey, yo, this is Sean Pauly Girls and Move Around. Telling y'all, make sure you tune into How Far. Oh, girl, we're our host. Sheila O, baby. Sheila O, we love you. Can't wait to see you. Sheila O, that's where White Claire Jean feels home. Lord knows. Hey, Sheila, what's good? It's the Afrozone Show, and this is How Far with Sheila O. How far? What's up? Well, Guan, how you all doing? Hope you're all social distancing and keeping safe. Most important, hope you're all living your very best life. My guest today has been doing remarkable things for tourism in the United Arab Emirates. She is the Director of International Operations for Dubai Department of Tourism. The brain behind Dubai Tourism Africa aimed at repositioning Dubai as the world's leading tourism destination and commercial hub. She was once the project finance manager at Walt Disney World Orlando, okay, over here in the U.S. of A's. One of the biggest female pace setters in the world today. Also known for her very impressionable fashion-forward dress style. She cool, y'all. She's super, super cool. Today with me, I have the lovely Stella Fubara Obinwa. Stella, how far, queen? How are you? That was a heck of an announcement. I had to wonder who the heck is she talking about? All um, you, all you. It's awesome to hear your show. Your show is going places. And so I'm honored to be a guest here. Um, I, I can't give you enough kudos and AfroZone um, entirely. We we started following you guys recently and, and we <laughs> an impact you make uh, for the Black and the African community worldwide. So kudos to you. So I'm about to ask you a very silly question, but it might sound silly, but it's really a fact. Where is Dubai? I saw I saw that look on your face. You're like, who are these people? But <laughs> it's my people. <laughs> Where is Dubai? Um, it is not in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay is one of the biggest cities in the United Arab Emirates. The United Arab Emirates is a country in the Middle East, a country made up of seven emirates, uh, probably seven states, if you will, if you if you want right. to compare apples to apples. And Dubai um, is the biggest of the tourism states and the biggest in a lot of things, not just in the United Arab Emirates, not just in the Middle East, but actually in the world. Um, mm. It... I came to Dubai for the first time in 2014. At that mm. time, I was working uh, for um, a company called Wakanal.com, great um, online yes. based company based yes. Nigeria. And they sent me to Dubai to kind of head up their Dubai operations. And in, in this business, you get to go to a lot of conferences and things of that nature. And I wound up at a conference where the vice president of Dubai Tourism. Um, Dubai Tourism is the uh, street name, if you will. It's actually the Department of Tourism Marketing, the Dubai Department of Tourism Marketing. And I'll refer to it from here on out probably as Dubai Tourism. But anyway, uh -huh. we met and he goes, you've made such a great impact um, in the African uh, community. Um, and you've only mm -hmm. been out there, you know, 20 months. Um, come on board with Dubai Tourism and head up our um, 
our marketing for Africa? And I said, yes. So 2015, and it's probably one of the best, not just career decisions I've made, but lifestyle decisions. Dubai is, it just blew my mind. I mean, Hmm. it's not that old. How old's America? I don't even know. How old's America? 200 and I mean, I mean, since slave trade to all, yeah, but 200, over 200. Yes. Um, Yes. Dubai will be celebrating its 50th anniversary. Wow. In 2000, this, I think we'll, we'll start the celebration in October and it'll run into January, February next year. Um, but this December actually. So that's how young, um, this country is. The infrastructure is amazing. The safety. I don't lock my front door. Um, Oh, wow. um, I'll give you a true story. Um, Left left my phone, brand new phone. I was in the grocery store here in Dubai. Mm -hmm. Left my phone in the vegetable aisle, you know, and walked over to the meat section and realized, oh my gosh, where's my phone? I couldn't for the life of me remember which aisle I just came out from or where my phone was. Right, right. It wasn't, I didn't spend up to 90 seconds screaming in my head. And then there was an announcement over the intercom saying, a phone has been found. Please come to customer service and claim your phone. Like, are you kidding me? Kidding me? (laughs) iPhone. And I walk over there, and my picture is the screensaver on my phone. And they pressed it, they saw my picture, and they gave me my phone. And they gave it to you. Wow. That that was here. And I, I, from then on, Dubai won my heart. This is my adopted. Fell in love. Yeah, and they saved your iPhone. (laughs) AfroZones presents the U.S. Weekly AfroBeats Top 10 Charts. In partnership with Mixcloud, AfroZones, a curator of Afrosound and culture in the U.S., will feature the first ever U.S. Afrobeats charts. This chart is based on algorithms and data from BDSN Nelson tracking of U.S. radio spins and digital streams from all digital sources in the U.S., Apple Music, Spotify, Tidal, etc. Chart to be tracked weekly from Friday to Thursday for sales. Streaming and radio airplay in order to conform to global release date, which now falls on Fridays in all major market territories. Chart to be released every Monday. It's Afrobeats to the world. What 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 culture and religion do they practice out there in Dubai? Okay, it is Muslim, and their culture is Muslim, their religion is Muslim. However, all different kinds of religion are welcome in Dubai. I am a born-again Christian. I've lived Mm -hmm. here. I can go to church here. I can fellowship here. Um, Contrary to public belief that you will, you know, you you can't wear what you want, that's the... Oh, I'm coming to that one. Stella, you got to help me. You got to help me because there's so much myth 
okay about dubai that we don't know what is real and what is not real so i'm gonna run down a few of them okay that i'd like you to please address okay so first and foremost as a girl okay in dubai would i get arrested if i wear a dress above my knee i wish i could stand up right now and show you i see you <laughs> i want to see stella stand up Stella, stand up. I want to see how. <laughs> okay, so tell me, tell me seriously though. Yes. Are you allowed to? Not. No. In mm. fact, one of the things, and this is just my personal, um, right. uh, I don't like to see people indecently dressed. Right, and right. Yes, I, I can walk into the mall here, and yes, I will see bum shorts. Really? Uh, they, they have beaches here. And yes, people wear exactly what they wear in Brazil on the beach. Are, you, are yes. you serious? Oh, wow. The myth about dressing is, is a myth. I will say that, yes, when you do go into government facilities, they like you to be properly attired. It doesn't mean you're wearing a turtleneck up to here and, and you're covered down to your toes. But, you know, um, you know, properly. Decent. What about couples? Can a couple actually show affection in Dubai? Like, can I just meet up with, you know, my male partner or my female partner? Okay, sexual differences, each to their own, and then just give them a big kiss in the mall? Would they arrest me? What kind of kiss are you talking about? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> a French kiss. Not a, a French kiss. <laughs> indecent everywhere <laughs> not just in dubai right okay i if i were lord of the world i would ban <laughs> french kisses but no not in america though god's own country we kiss everywhere <laughs> we've never seen anybody french kissing in public in the united states really oh i see that all the time TV doesn't count. I'm talking about going oh. to the mall or restaurant or, you know, school or anything. I've just never come across it. And, you know, so it's just about being decent. Yes, I've seen people kiss here. I mean, husbands and wives, boyfriends, girlfriends. I mean, I, yes, I have seen them. And no, I haven't seen them get arrested. They have been arrested. Same way they came. Okay, what about the police cars? What about the police cars? I hear your police cars are Ferraris, they're Porsches. That, that's what your police drive. So why do they drive such fast cars in Dubai? And where have you ever heard of a police car in a Ferrari? Come on now. <laughs> I, read, I remember going to um, a conference at the World Trade Center here in Dubai. Right. And right. The, 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 the conference, they parked three police cars. One was a Bentley. <laughs> the other was this brand new audi or something like that i think that's what it was and i was nice. like, saying this country is amazing um, but amazing. you don't ride around in those on a daily basis um okay on a daily basis they i guess this sounds bad too they drive suvs <laughs> so same same cat same category you need to see what they drive in nigeria or in ghana or in accra even in chicago it's a toyota like they're good like it's different i heard it's because there are a lot of rich people out there and they drive very fast cars and the police have to drive fast cars to catch up with them is that true or false in my experience the answer mm -hmm. was false okay i have never in the six years that i've lived here 
seen mm -hmm. a police chase anywhere, heard about it, not in the news, not seen it anywhere. I I am very comfortable in saying it's not done here in Dubai or in the UAE mm -hmm. that police. And do you know why? They have no need to go chasing after people in cars. That stuff is for the movies. We're much more sophisticated than that. We have cameras everywhere. So you can speed for the next one hour. When you get to where you're going, you'll get a message in your phone saying, <laughs> we clocked you going at 200 miles per hour. Here's your fine. Nice. Sheila, oh, is that Sheila? Sheila, oh, what's the deal? It's your man, Big Ron DeVoe, a.k.a. What About Ronnie from New Edition and Belbev DeVoe, real estate entrepreneur, marriage ambassador, philanthropist, humanitarian, activist, daddy, uh, husband, the whole yeah, I mean, none of that means anything right now because it's not about me, it's about you. Ask Sheila, oh. You said one question, Ron. Sheila, one question? This is some bull. But okay, if I gotta only ask one, it's gotta be a two-part. It's gotta be a two-part because I'm thinking about something right now is rising to the top. And I say, as a black man living in America, from America, born in Boston, Massachusetts, I've been to the continent of Africa a few times. You were the one that brought New Edition there and Belbiv DeVoe there, and we thank you for that, right? Is it possible to own real estate as a black man in America on the continent of Africa? Mm, that's a simple question, but this is the B in the bigger part of my simple question. Colonizers, England, Germany, France, Italy, America, even China right now. Take, 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 taking from what was given to my beautiful black brothers and sisters right there. Such fertile and precious land. Is it possible for us to take back? what was given to us Sheila I know that's gonna be a question for the ages it may take forever to answer but I'm listening I'm all ears one love hey what's up Ronnie what's up legend how far now let's get straight to the answers is it possible to own real estate in Africa, on the continent, in the motherland? The answer is yes. And it's also a very wise move, okay? But like anywhere else in the world, you don't want to do this online or via email. You want to make sure you visit Africa, okay? Go to any country in Africa. There's loads of countries you can visit. And then see the real estate for yourself to make sure that the land is not owned by people or families that are actually disputing or it's not a scam, okay? You want to see it for yourself okay things are legit out there as well they have uh agents as well as the agents that i would actually show you the land you know let you know it's all legit it's all prim and proper so just make sure that you do the due diligence while you're out there but yes it's possible and yes it's a wise move so yes do it
Now this is part two of your question. We talked about, you talked about the colonizers. You listed every single one of them. And yes, you're right. Take, 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 take. They have been taken. And Ronnie, they're still taken, all right? But you also asked, would Africa ever be able to take back? The answer, Ronnie, is very simple, yes. But it can only happen if African-Americans and Africans come together. As far as I'm concerned, the divide between Africans and African-Americans is slowing down the unity that can allow us go back and take back what rightfully belongs to us. And I also think that there's a lot of knowledge that is being lacked here. If African-Americans could take time to study the history or African history, all right, to know the roles that Africans played while they were back there during slave trade, it would enlighten us more. If Africans can take time to actually understand black history and see the roles that African-Americans played and are still playing, that's why a lot of Africans are able to come to countries like America today. If we're able to do that, knowledge is power. Together, then we can be able to take over or take back what has been taken away from us. I don't think we can do it individually. I think uniting the forces is takeover. And listen, think about it this way. And that's why some people don't want us to be united. So we have to work towards uniting one another. One love. you're into music a lot and I hear that you always travel with a speaker. Is it like a boombox or what you travel with? I want that's one question. The next one I want to know is tell me three songs I would hear you know on your boombox or on your playlist. First, First do you I, travel with a speaker? Yes I do travel with a speaker and if I so mistake if I make any mistake ask my friends and forget my speaker at home I'm buying one at the airport so therefore <laughs> I probably have about six or seven Bose speakers lying around because I, I, <laughs> I can't I mean if, if I forget I, I have to carry two my my headset <laughs> yeah and I don't want, want those little in the east I the, want the real like this canceling. yeah <laughs> that, that's what I want um I love music. There's music for every emotion that you're feeling mm -hmm. at any time of the day. Um, once my sister was visiting me, um, and uh, after about two weeks, she comes to me and she goes, it's been two or three days. I haven't heard you play music first thing in the morning. Are you depressed? I burst out laughing. <laughs> um, that's how, how, how. Um, what do I like to listen to? Yeah. Yes. Definitely Afrobeat, reggae. Okay, let me list it in hierarchy. Okay. okay. Afrobeat, Afrobeat, jazz, R&B, and I'm talking Anita Baker kind of R&B and Luther Vandross yeah. and the rest of them. And the, the real stuff. The real stuff. And then reggae. I, I like it. Okay. Like so Afrobeat wise, who are you feeling? Wow, man! Who's doing it for you right now? I give you a name, and then the other ones hear me, and I didn't mention them. 
but there's some but there's there's someone's playlist that you can go all through you know they're all doing what they do some have their one hits but whose playlist would you be like oh i can hear the whole album of this particular artist i'll give you i'll give you three that way you know that i can hear the whole album whole album pat a ranking mm. i can i yeah. can hear his whole album um i can pretty much uh techno oh yeah i can techno's whole album and um there is a group out of south africa for the life of me I keep forgetting their name but I can listen to their whole album and it's going to kill me but hopefully by the time we get to the end of the show I'll I'll remember. You got to remember. The other thing I want to mention Dubai is about Dubai is the hotels. So I pretty much consider myself born and raised in the United States uh even mm-hmm. though I spent, you know, a lot of formative years um in Nigeria just because of my accent probably a dead giveaway and then um I do have Just a lot of American <laughs> I do have a lot of American uh, uh, ideas that don't go down very well in Nigeria so I have to take <laughs> myself a little bit <clears throat> but the hotels in Dubai rival if not rival are better than hotels almost anywhere in the world we have the same star system where it's 1 to to 5 star I personally do not know cannot name any star that is one or two in Dubai. And wow. then the three star hotels in Dubai are even better than five star hotels in the rest of the world. That their hotels and the service is just phenomenal. And depending on the time that you are visiting, if it's non-peak time, you can get a fantastic five star room for like $50 or less. That's what I was going to ask you. Price. I was going to ask you that because I know you have the Burj Khalifa, tallest building in the world. You know, took over from the CS Tower over here in Chicago. But I was just going to ask you, like, with all this luxury, how affordable is it for me? You know, and people like me who want to come out there and hear all this luxury, is it costly? Do I need a loan to come to Dubai? That's funny cuz someone was someone just posted on Facebook about how the guys should take loans to buy Valentine gifts for their girls and I said if any guy does that he should be dumped immediately. So, dumped 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 dumped. Um so one of the first things that um um I helped facilitate um you know Dubai Tourism is such an agile um organization but One of the first things I I I realized when I started living here is that I'm not sure who was responsible for positioning Dubai as a luxury destination and I got here and I started to see the prices of things and how you can live and I said no 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 it needs to be tagged affordable And if you want still keep the word luxury affordable luxury because yes luxury. you do have the world's only seven star hotel here Burj Al Arab but you also have <clears throat> three four and five star hotels and like I told you depending on the season you can get them for as low as $50 a night um if you if you if you go with a good travel agency um they can get you deals unbelievable deals so that you spend a fantastic time whether it's a week and i seriously don't advise anyone to come here and stay for less than a week um because mm. you will extend your ticket it oh, happens wow. 
Oh, wow. I know that comes here to visit, you know, unless they're coming for business and, and they have just got to get back to their country because the world will come to an end if they don't get on that plane. <laughs> they extend their stay. So I tell all of them, you better do one week. One week is not enough. Right. One year isn't enough. Here's why. Dubai is so evolving that I hear as a resident, I am still a tourist. Okay, you all can tell how excited I am. So I want to know who here doesn't want to go to Dubai? Put your hands down. Can I put my hands up because I really want to go to Dubai. Thank you, Stella, for making it so easy. Thank you for making it safe. Letting us know what we have to do to go to that beautiful man-made city that's full of luxury. I know Dubai is on many of you's bucket list. It's on my bucket list. And Stella just made it easy for us to want to go there. Letting us know how for it is and how fun it is okay so until next time guys your girl sheila host of the afrozone show how far signing out peace and one love